Nine Podcasts. Each week we'll be releasing an extra episode to feature some bonus content, primarily with a range of the best Ask Gus questions and some other gold as well. And that'll be out on your podcast feeds each Sunday, which uh, has been very popular. Gus's End of Season Awards. I hope you've given this some thought. I've given it no thought. You're just putting it on me now. Where am I? On the wrong page. There we go. There we go. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. You've got about 10 seconds. Okay. Who is your MVP of the regular season for 2023? Torhu Harris. In the comp? Yep. He's been phenomenal. He's been phenomenal. Wow. Phenomenal. What a great answer. I know he, he, you know... Everyone picks the halfbacks or the flashy fullbacks and all that thing. Torhu Harris has been an absolute rock for yeah. the Warriors. An absolute rock. He great. has been brilliant. Great, great answer. He's a, he's such a reliable leader, isn't he? Most valuable recruit? Uh, Reese Walsh. Yeah, I'd argue. Most improved? Most improved player. That's an interesting one. Reese Walsh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else has who else has come on a long way. Nick Meany? Yeah, Nick, yeah, but Nick was going good last year too. Yeah. Uh, and right place, right time with the right club. In you know, he he played with the Bulldogs for two years. They won the they ran last for two years in a row. Yeah. He leaves there and goes to the Bronco uh, goes to the Storm and he's gonna play finals again for the second time. So mm. uh, just right place, right time. Rookie of the year. Uh I'll go with Jacob Preston, our boy at the the Bulldogs. Yeah. Coach of the year. Uh, I think the Warriors coach, Andrew Webster, they ran 15th or 14th or 15th or something last year, and they're up there in the top four. That's a, that's a pretty big improvement. Huge effort. And look, this is a hard one on no notice. Moment of the year. Alex Twile scoring his first Aha, ever try. Ah, yes. We salute you, Alex. How do we go past that? Ask Gus. This is an interesting question. Who's the best finals player you've seen? Terry Lamb. Ah, how come? He just was. He just phenomenal. He loved them. He thrived on the pressure and thrived on the moment. He won premierships 84, 85, 88 and 95, I think, with the... He did too. With the Bulldogs. Yeah. And, yeah. No, he was a, a great... Going back a bit in time there, there's been some great finals players over the years. Freddie? Um, yeah. Cameron Smith. Mm. Cooper Cronk. Yeah, what, what Cooper Jonathan Cronk, Thurston. <laughs> yeah, what Cooper Cronk did, you know, going from Melbourne to Roosters and winning two comps there, uh, that's that's pretty pretty awesome there. You know, he like they, they bought him to win a comp and he won it for him. And he won it the first year with one arm, you know. So he should never have played, was uh, Cameron Smith was a phenomenal big match finals player. <laughs> um Yeah, they're they're probably the pick of them. This is the most random ask us question we have received. Kate asks, if you had to choose an NRL player, past or present, to star in a comedy movie, who would it be? And what kind of movie do you think they'd excel in? Well, you've said comedy movie. Yeah. How random. Yeah. Brian Fletcher. <laughs> I can't believe someone's paying him to be himself. <laughs> he's, he is like that. Like, I've, I've hung out with him socially a couple of times. He's as big a space cadet just in the flesh. Oh, yeah. I had to coach him for years. <laughs> How'd you get through to him? I, I didn't. I didn't. He handled. How was he, he so a, good? He, he played for Australia. He was. He was playing with the Roosters. He got. He got. He got sacked from the club. Oh. Um, 
He was playing lower grades. He got sacked from the club. He got in some incident or something. I, I, ran in, I ran into him at a kebab stand late one night in the off-season <laughs> in, Bondi, in Bondi Junction, just near where I lived. I went up the road to get a kebab and he was flesh holding court up there. And I said, um, I said, what are you doing, mate? He said, oh, no. I said, well, you're not playing any footy? He said, no, no. I said, uh, why not? He said, oh, I might go and play with Pat O'Colts. I said, oh, you're better than that. I said, come on. He said, oh, no, the Roosters. He said, they sacked me. They won't have me back. I said, well, I'll, I'll smooth it over. I said, why don't you come back and have another go? And he said, no, no, no. So anyway. How old was he? Oh, I can't remember. He would have been t- 22. Right, so young, yeah, young. Yeah, young, young. So he's, he's, he played a bit of lower grades there, and he, he, I, don't know what, I don't know why they sacked him. Um, Uncle Nick had enough and just tipped him out. So anyway, we were training out at... Um, uh, at Daceyville out there at the back of Bonnie Doon Golf Club. We used to train on the fields out the back there. So I said, come down Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, right, be there, you know. And we'd both been out having a night out, so we, you know, we, so we didn't know whether I was going to remember it or not the next day. So when I get to training the next afternoon at 6 o'clock, you know, all the boys are sort of mingling in, they're getting in there, and um, and I could see him sitting on a tree way over the other side of the ground. He thought I was joking. He didn't want to... <laughs> So I had to go over and get him and bring him in. So anyway, he trained, he played and played and played. So 18 months later, um, our reserve grade coach comes into a selection meeting and he says, um, he says, I said, what are you doing with your team? He said, I'll tell you one thing. He said, I'm not going with that Brian Fletcher again. I said, wait, he's a pain in the neck. He's a distraction. He said, all he wants to be is a comedian. I said, he's a, a, a mistake factor on the field. I said, he just, he, he won't, he's not got no discipline. He's got no this, he's got no this. I'm dropping him. I said, don't drop him, mate. He said, no, I'm dropping him. He said, I can't stand him. He said, I said, don't drop him. He said, I'm dropping him. I said, please don't drop him. He said, no, I'm dropping him. I said, well, don't drop him. I'll take him. He said, what? I said, I'll take him. Take him where? I said, I'll take him in the NRL team. He said, you can't drop him from reserve grade into the NRL team. I said, I'll take him. I'll take him in the NRL team. He said, you're, you're mad. I said, I'll be playing for Australia in 18 months, mate. And he did. Took him into the first grade side. He dropped him to first grade. <laughs> first, he got dropped from his third grade into first grade, and we, we were playing. We were playing down at Wollongong, playing against Dillawarra. It was a must-win game for us. It was sort of in the middle of the season, and um, so I've got him down there, and he was coming, going to come off the bench, fresh reserve. And uh, so on the bus on the way to the game, I sat down and I gave him very strict instructions about what he was to do, what he wasn't to do, and didn't want to see this and didn't want to see that. So, so did could he believe you'd been picked in first grade? By the way, no, nah, he thought it was a G up. <laughs> He thought it was a G-up. So we've got on the bus. I've given him his lecture, and he sat on the sideline for 60 minutes. Right? For 60 minutes, he sat on the sideline. And we're winning pretty comfortably. I think we're about in front by about 34 to 6 or something like that. You know, we've had a good day. We've had a good win. Everything's worked out. So I've rung down the sideline. There used to be phones. You've rung down yeah. the sideline. So put Brian Fletcher on. So <laughs> Brian Fletcher picks up the phones, and his first words are, I don't think I can stuff it up from here. He said... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, Brian Fletcher. I don't think I can stuff it up from here. But he did. He played Origin. He played uh, Premiership winning team. Um, 2002, he played Origin, played for Australia. A phenomenal footballer, but an even better comedian. What about other notable mentions? Who, who else would... The Fox would be good enough in a film. The Fox? He could only play himself. I don't he, think he'd yeah. play anyone else. Uh, he he's, he's good value. Yeah. Uh, dear. Mark Guyer? He'd be a henchman in some film. He wouldn't remember his lines. Paul Serendon was a funny man. He was a funny man. He very, is a very funny, funny man. man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He was a very funny man. Um, as a successful coach, player and administrator, 
What do you believe are the most critical qualities for a rugby league coach to possess? Asked Chloe. A lot of girls, a lot of lot of lot of lot of ladies submitting questions today. Thank you very much, yeah. Chloe. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think the greatest gift a coach can give a player is uh, confidence and the ability to think, the ability to think the right thing at the right time, mm. the ability to control your thoughts and uh, control your emotions and. Um, and, and self-belief, self-confidence. You know, like we can all teach them how to play. We can all teach them and tell them what we think they should do. Um, you know, but a lot of the times they've got to work that out for themselves. You know, you, you can run them through the skills and the, um, uh, and all the theory of the game and all that sort of thing, but they're, they're the ones that have actually got to go out and win it. So a lot of that will come down to how they think and how much they believe in themselves and believe in the people around them. So... I think the greatest gift a coach can give a player is self-confidence and the ability to think the right thing at the right time. And out of all my time in coaching, that's I, it, it boiled down to that mm. rather than strategy and theory and uh, how to catch and pass or how to tackle. You know, they, they get all that anyway. They get all that technique stuff. But the ability to win, that comes from them. The ability to be motivated, that's got to, be come, from, that's got to come from them. Mm-hmm. The hard work that's got to come from them, and the self-belief. Well, um, you know, if you can if you can get your player believing in himself and and thinking the right thing at the right time, um, particularly under pressure and in big moments, that's I think that's the greatest gift a coach can give a player. There you go, Chloe. Thanks for that very incisive question. <laughs>